Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Monday Music Minute. I'm your host, Wes Mullenberg, and I'm joined yet again by... Caleb Davis! He, he's just recovering from cringing, so he might squeak a little bit. I yeah. don't know. Um, today, we're going to talk about musicals. Uh, we're recording yeah. this a bit in advance, because there's been a few occasions where we just forget to record, slash get too busy to record, slash get too busy to ask about recording and yeah. then by a consequence of that we forget to record um but now that we're doing two-parter episodes for the record i had no say in that I, in fact i argued against it just outing caleb as a dictator as a fascist um you're not a fascist i'm kidding uh but we're getting ahead of the curve and um i don't really know why but i just thought we should talk about musicals because yeah we're both people that are involved in theater albeit not Often on the performing side of musicals. No. But we have enough <laughs> of a, uh, w- a, w- a well of knowledge and we from also which we can draw. We also have tons of, opi- of opinions. Yes. Look Most of them bitter. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We'll, okay. we'll only talk about some of the bitter opinions. I think we should just jump right into it. Okay, Philip DeFranco. Do do you like musicals, yeah. Wes? Yeah, I do. Yeah? yeah. Overall? Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think they're a... Very interesting and unique uh, medium for presenting um, musical ideas, um, like character ideas. Yeah, uh, very different from movies or plays and some of the other mediums in which you would describe someone as an actor. Yeah, um, they take all of their respective elements and present them in a wholly unique way and combine them in a wholly unique way. Um, that's just yeah, it's not the same as like pretty much any other. Live or recorded, I guess, would be the two camps of um, performance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Why do you, do you like them? It's hit Overall. or miss for me. Okay. It's yes and no. Um, well, okay, I meant, oh, I guess c- the way I answered the question was overall. Overall. Because obviously, yes, there yes will be musicals no. that we both like and musicals that we both respectively don't like. Overall, I'm pretty squarely on the line between yes so you're, and you're, no. So you're indifferent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. You're on a more of a show by show basis. Y- very much so. All right. Yeah. Because okay. for one thing, musical theater is not my my preferred genre. That's not even really a word, but my my preferred medium. Yeah, medium of theater. I prefer straight theater. And yeah, me too. Uh, like just acting to mm. musical theater. Um, and part of that is that we may discuss a little bit more of this later, mm-hmm. but one of my issues that I have with musical theater is that sometimes character and plot are sacrificed for the sake of, um, uh, song and dance. Yeah. Or if or you're Jennifer Hunter, you think that's a great thing. Yeah. Or like really big <laughs> flashy moments and that can happen right on stage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen in like straight theater too. Um, but but it, I think it, it happens more, more. It happens more yeah. in musical theater because that's kind of one of the the tenets of musical the theater. It's like, it. wow, big flash! Look at all forty people dancing at the same time in sync, and like we have. Okay, but that's pretty. Rain. That's pretty hard to do, though. No, yeah, and that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I I my criticism of musical theater is not to say that the people doing musical theater aren't talented. Pretty, pretty sure it is. Because I I deeply respect people's ability to tap and sing and dance because I do not have mm-hmm. those abilities. Yeah, okay, okay sure. Wes, that's fine. I really do. I really, really do. I think it's incredible. The thing is, for me personally, I really love 
the story and character driven parts of theater the most so when those things are played to a lesser degree and the more flashy just song and dance parts are played up it's harder for me to enjoy as a whole yes Mm -hmm. yeah going off of that um We'll just kind of get right into maybe some of the shows we like and dislike. Yeah. Um, I certainly think that there are musicals that find ways to have like the kind of natural sense of spectacle that comes with a musical, just like yeah. with the presentation of a musical, but they still retain those stronger elements of story yes. and plot. I'm guessing those are the shows you enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. What is one show you, what would you say your favorite show is your favorite musical if you had to pick one right now? Um, I would probably I can actually name a couple okay. that that I really like. Yeah. Um, one of them being Into the Woods. Yeah. Um, yeah. For one thing, I think you're um, Sondheim fan. Um, overall? see, I I again, I'm not super into musicals, so I don't, don't know really that know. I could tell you like, oh, I know all this other stuff by him as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do really appreciate what he does musically in Into the Woods. I think yeah. it's unique. And it's different, and it's it's different from what I usually expect from a musical musically. That's like, oh wow, oh, well that sound that's weird and hard, but still good. Thank you very much. Based off of that statement, how do you feel about festivals? Like music festivals? It was a dumb joke because the intro song, where they're talking oh, about going to the festival. To the festival. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, great. That was really a shot I, in the dark. I'm like, maybe he'll get it. I maybe you won't. I want to go to the festival. Thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Would um, you say that you want to go more than life? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's more enough. than riches, more than anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know but part of the reason that I really like that musical, the the music. Is Shut up, Thaxton. The music is unique, but I think it adds to the story, and and it's the focus is not on just the music. I think those things interweave mm-hmm. with the story and the character development. And that's what I really appreciate about it. Do you enjoy the shows um, that make less of a s- big deal out of like this, the singing? Because like, some shows, they're making fun of it, but other shows, it's just that's how it is, where there's a clear emotional divide where when they go into song, it's like focusing on the one emotion, and there's they kind of force the through line of it. But I guess with like shows like Into the Woods and shows that are more operetta like, where they're sure. pretty singing the entire time, like I would say, like Lame Is, mm-hmm. there isn't really a divide there. And that, for at least for me, just to s- switch briefly, Lame Is keeps the character grounded to a certain extent. Yeah. Like they're still singing, they're still very, f- they're very much full of bravado, full of over-the-top emotion. Yeah. So full that they cannot contain it. Therefore, they must sing. Always. Always. <laughs> um, but I think shows that kind of, even if they don't do it entirely where it's like every, there's no dialogue, it's almost entirely sung. Even shows that don't do that, they kind of lean more that way. Yeah, because I, I would agree that Into the Woods is a, is a play like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where instead of being like, ah, yes, I'm a talking actor right now, and now here comes the song part. It's except for like agony a little bit. Uh, that's kind of take the but it's kind of making fun of it. It's it's supposed to be like that. yes. The Which majority the of the songs are it it bleeds it they bleed into each other. Yeah, where the song is a continuation of what is currently going on mm-hmm. in the play. And it builds on top of what's already there rather than just reiterating what's already happened, but mm-hmm. in a musical form. And as an audience member, I can appreciate where they're 
it isn't much there isn't as much of like a preconceived leap that you have to make yeah because oftentimes you're going to see a musical you're like okay i'm gonna prepare myself for some good old uh belief suspension yeah mm-hmm. uh with shows like that it's like okay that i can connect the dots a little bit more clearly i can follow the emotional arc a bit more clearly yeah and i think that can appeal to people that either aren't there for just kind of dumb flashy fun and also people that maybe are like kind of disdainful towards musicals not to say that you are one of them um i can take them or leave them though it's well that's what i'm saying like you aren't entirely like you don't write off musicals like oh musicals garbage i meant more like the people that are less willing to even give anything a shot they they can't they have no interest yeah shows like that i think can appeal more directly to um the average yeah uh, naysayer I agree the other one I'll just throw it out I sure. don't know if we need to necessarily discuss it a ton right now okay. but the other one that I thought of off the top of my head is Hamilton um, which like and like I know that it's like super hype and like everyone's like well, oh yeah that's because it's Hamilton. really good yeah like and that's people sorry to interrupt but people no, okay. discredit shows that are really popular mm-hmm. because they're popular yeah like okay I, another example that comes to mind is Dear Evan Hansen that's the show that can more understand some of the criticisms for sure. why people don't like it, especially the, like, the story of it and some of the characterization. You're kind of like, ooh, that's manipulative. But with like Hamilton, it's just kind of like, yo, this is like super innovative and super yeah. insane. And, like the performances are all incredible. The writing's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just this whole mind blowing thing. Um, yeah, and then people are like, oh, but it, but like people like people that don't like musicals know it, so therefore it's probably not as yeah, good. Yeah, how can it be good? It's like they, they, though they I don't have taste, they like about it. it. Well, no, they still can like it. Yeah. Stop being a gatekeeper. But yeah, no. That's I, another discussion we do not need to get into. I think that musical is, for one thing, really innovative in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it tells a really compelling story that, for one thing, is based in history. Um, yeah. But it it does it in book in sales a way blew up for that yeah. biography. Yeah, Almost absolutely. Biography. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm dead. Here's my life. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I really appreciate that. And yeah. another thing, I and this is partially because I don't know a ton about musicals. Um, I think hip hop and rap as the dominant form of music within a musical is a rather unexplored area. And oh, for sure. I think it actually works really 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 well because for one thing yes no, no, (laughs) but but to the point where i think people ought to do it more than they do yes because like in a lot of musicals or at least a lot of modern musicals there's frequently like a song where there's like rap elements in it um there's a lot of songs where it isn't maybe this is what you're getting at but they're i wouldn't say that they're quite rap like maybe again this is i don't know if this is we're on the same page but there, especially with Sondheim even, where there's songs where, like, people are singing really, really fast, and it's still, like, pitched. Yeah, no, I'm thinking less about Sondheim and more about... It isn't just Sondheim, for the record. But, like... Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Like, where it's actually, just like, it's sung really quickly. It's like... Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like, there's a song that I'm learning right now in my voice lessons. Um, nice. Where it's, like, it's just, like, this... Like it's just like a fifth going up by steps. Yeah, it's very rhythmic, not that melodic. Um, it gets a little bit more melodic later on, but I don't know if that's what you're talking about or actually like. No, I'm talking more about like. Do you have examples? 
course not. I, my brain isn't on very tight today. It never is when I, we record these. Yeah, I had to work late last night, and then I had to get yeah. up kind of early this morning. Yeah. So um, I don't have any great ones right yeah. now. Because I'm, I'm curious, because I realize we clearly were not quite on the same page, so I'm yes. very interested yeah. in these examples. Um, if we think of any, or Caleb thinks of any, uh, maybe we'll do a little addendum at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, where we just like, oh, yeah, here's some examples if you're interested in that. Um, I think it's also something we can revisit in the future, too, because clearly perhaps? the topic of musicals is much larger than we'll cover in 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, if we even get to that point, I'm okay yeah. with a little shorter episode today. Yeah. Probably won't happen. Who well, knows? Well, at the very <laughs> least, why don't you share a musical or two that you like? Um, something interesting. Why you like it. Yeah. Uh, something that I've realized more more as time has gone on and as I've been involved with and exposed to more and more uh, musicals as a whole because if you just listen through a soundtrack or like listen or even go to a performance of a show, mm-hmm. maybe there's like a few songs that really stick out to you. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that was a really overall enjoyable show. I liked these specific moments. But you don't really connect with the show on the same level unless yeah. you, I guess, see it more than once. Um repeatedly listen to it and like read about it and just like really d- Im- uh, immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to immerse yourself in a show is to do it. Um, hey. And obviously there are many barriers of entry to doing shows yeah. um, such as rights and um, people. Uh, you need a lot of people <laughs> to put on a show. And um, money. And money. Lots of that money. That ties into the rights, yeah. but also much, much more than that. Um, well, I guess you only really need the rights if you're planning on making money from it. Yeah. Because, like, high schoolers definitely, like, just do, like, free shows. And they're like, we're going to just do a Shakespeare. And you're like, <laughs> but okay, but that's probably a bad example because he's yeah, very Shakespeare's dead. Shakespeare's public domain. He's pretty freaking dead, and they're pretty much in the freaking public domain. Um, but for me, the shows that I'm only I – can, I can say with some degree of absolute certainty that was a contradiction um, are shows that I have done mm-hmm. um, or – been involved with i'll, I'll sure. say when, when someone says oh i've done a show that implies you were in it no <laughs> the only in fact the only musicals i've been in were both trash Oof. i don't like newsies and i don't like schoolhouse rock lab hey, junior hey i also don't like newsies uh, whoops I, oh. I like a lot of elements of it and i think it's fun um just to go on a newsies tangent because it was inevitable um <laughs> I, I like a lot of the individual songs but yeah, uh, like I think Santa Fe is a, especially like the is a fantastic finale to an act. Yeah. The emotional current is still very much there. It's very visceral. It's almost unlike that, and it really justifies the over the topness of this huge ballad, this huge yeah. song. Whereas a lot of times it's like, oh, it's the part in the show where I have to sing emotionally, huh? And it just kind of <laughs> happens. This is like, no, he just watched his best friend get pretty much taken away by the cops. Yeah. Um, because the police are bad in that show. Um, they sure are. They sure are. Um, and that's like one example where I I really do just ir- irrelevant of, um, or yeah, irrelevant of whether it's like our production that we did at Northwestern or any production. I just think that's a fantastic moment, and I do love the choreography for it. But yeah. the plot is pretty stupid. Um, I agree. A lot of the writing is kind of stupid, and <laughs> some of the songs are pretty stupid. Um, mostly just um, <laughs> something to believe in, the Disney song, but no one actually likes something to believe in. Even like the people that love everything else, but they're like, yeah, that one's a bit oof. That's a bit tacky and bad and '90s Disney movie ballad. That's crap. Um, 
Anyways, um, the two shows I've actually been in are two shows I do not like. I, I literally the, the fact that I was in School Lost Rock Live Junior ruined School Lost Rock for me. Like I can't oh. I can't really enjoy any of like the charming fun aspects of it and just That's like the, too bad. the learning parts of it. Yeah, it's just been tainted, yeah. which is a bummer. Um, not that I'm like actively like sitting here like, dang it, I wish I could just w- watch Schoolhouse Rock right <laughs> now because that's all I want, but I can't because everything sucks. No, no, I, it's just like, ah, well, if I ever have kids that want to watch it, I'll just have to suffer. Um, but the shows that I like most are shows that I've been backstage for. And ironically, uh-huh. they were back-to-back in high school. Oh, um, nice. Uh, before I get into that, Into the Woods is another one of my favorites. Ah, um, yes. Just overall, out of shows that I've done. It's a fantastic, just our production. I was very proud of it. Yeah. It still had elements that were like, <laughs> and that's, my phone is very mad at me. Oh, it's telling me to look at art. Cool. Um, I need to f- figure out that vibration pattern. We'll cut this out. Um, yes, Influence, great. Um, but the shows that I truly, really do love, one I think is, I'll, I'll start with the more acceptable pick for like, Sure. Musical you enjoy, and that's on Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, oh, dude, that's such a good musical. I'm not remotely Jewish, but I love it oh. so much. Um, or Yiddish. I I'm, agree. Thank yeah. you for reminding me that I like that musical. Yay. Um, we did it twice well, my um, junior year of high school. Um, well, it was the same production, but like we just remounted it because we yeah. were taking it to a festival. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah, because uh, we were a nationally recognized production, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was, since high school doesn't have like stage managers, I was basically an ASM for it. Nice. Or the high school equivalent of it. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I w- it was, I was really super proud of our production, super proud of our cast and crew. Yeah. Um, but I think just irrelevant of that. The story and the characters are just so vivid and so yeah. beautifully done. It it's, and I think musicals often kind of obligatorily end happily. They end like a Shakespeare comedy, which is like everything worked out randomly. And everyone's Yay! married. And literally, I'm looking <laughs> at you guys and dolls. What what? Come on, double marriage. What even? Um, and I think there's something to be said for that. Like sometimes you just want to see something that ends happily, yeah. and I don't want to take that away. But I, I, I appreciate shows that challenge emotionally more because the sh- Fiddler ends really depressingly. Yeah. They get straight up kicked out of their uh, town for being Jewish pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that sucks, man. It um, sure do. And like it's such a portrait of history where it's it, it uses a very literary technique where it uses one family as – the way of kind of telling this national historical story yeah. in the life of the Jewish people and the life of the Russian people. Um, and it's so much bigger than itself, yeah. but it doesn't force that. It doesn't like try to be like, Oh, we're making a statement now. It's just, no, we're going to let the characters speak for themselves. Yeah. And then their words and their voices will echo and it'll reflect all these massive changes and all these like historical events that we're trying to comment on and trying to, um, showcase i guess and investigate um and then yeah like the mu- the, the one sequence that i'm always like a little bit like mm-hmm. is the or the song at least is the dream sequence song yeah. where <laughs> he's like it, it took me forever to actually realize what was going on even though i was literally a part of the show yeah like i was like why is there a giant demon grandma what <laughs> why is she screaming about how it, like he'll like the family will like die if like he marries the butcher what and then it's like oh he's 
faking this dream yeah. as a way of freaking out his wife so she'll give their daughter her blessing. Yeah. Um, to, justify to justify a marriage it. that otherwise wouldn't have been good enough. Yeah. It's still like a weird moment oh, for of sure. spectacle and yeah. over-the-topness. And it's funny, uh, kind of, like, I guess at face value, but also, like, when you really take it within the context of the show, it's like, what... Did they... Were they, like, brought... Were, like, when they were approached, or they were approaching Broadway and, like, trying to get on to Broadway with, like, the Broadway people, the people, like, that own the theater, the gatekeepers, were they, like, yeah, you gotta add a big, weird, flashy number with spectacle, and they're, like, what... But we're like a show about the Jewish people and their struggle in the early 20th century. No! Spectacle song. And then like, fine, we'll add a demon grandma. Or a just dream grandma. Not even a demon. <laughs> um, and it's it's weird. But uh, beyond that, beyond that one song, the music is triumphant at points. It's subdued. It's emotional. It's like, it's domestic. Because there's just like literally a song about like being married for a really long time. And how kind of stupid it is to ask like do you love me at that point is like we've been together yeah. by 30 for 30 years love is a very complicated word and it's kind of silly to ask that when clearly we're still together after like 30 years yeah. um and it, it just handles all these different real life situations with such um candor and with such a careful touch um I'm using alliteration like I'm writing, but I'm <laughs> speaking, so it's different. Um, yeah, and that I, I feel like if I were, if someone were to point a gun at me right now and tell me to name my favorite musical, not that I ever think that would happen. If you ever have a gun, throw it away and don't aim it at me. Um, <laughs> but if someone were to ask that, then I would have to say Fiddler is my favorite musical. Yeah, it's um, a very good one. There's a lot of heart and charm, and they handle some pretty pretty complex issues of mm -hmm. like traditionalism versus versus mm -hmm. um like, uh, like progressivism like sea change kind yeah, of in society yeah. in mm -hmm. culture um the, w the one other thing that i will uh take I'll, I'll allow it as a knock against the show it is like three hours long yeah like if you're invested which you should be but only really <laughs> that only really happens if it's a good production um if you're invested then it doesn't feel like three hours yeah but it's still it can it it's long. It's really long. Yeah, and that's a can be a bummer for both audience members and the performers that have to survive and act through that three hours. I feel like it should be illegal to do a two show day of Fiddler on the Roof, but I'm sure it's <laughs> happened somewhere. And the actors were all like, "I hate life." Yeah, <laughs> and everyone was miserable. But hopefully, it was still a good show. Excuse me, I had a little bit of a hiccup there. Um, my second show, I I won't. I'm almost ashamed to list it as one of my favorites. Um, but the second oh show boy. I want to talk about is Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, okay. Yeah. People hate that show a lot. Um, at least out of like the theater people that I've talked to, like the actual like people that really know musicals like that's their like their lifeblood and like, like yeah. Bye Bye Birdie's kinda trash. I'm like, You're right. But so, it's fun trash. So okay, question for you. Yeah. Uh, so I I watched the movie version of Bye Bye Birdie. Which one? When I was younger. Is it the one with George Costanza? Uh, I think so. I That's don't... You don't watch the Costanza version. I don't know. Th I, let me try the to Costanza find it. Version. That's like watching the Matthew Broderick version of The Music Man, which is another show I don't like. Don't watch The Music Man if it stars yeah. Matthew Broderick. It, watch that it with weird. the Robert something, the old guy, the other guy, the one that's like old, the old movie. It's better. Yeah, so Caleb is going to find out whether he watched the bad version of the movie or the good one. Um, 
Or I don't even. Oh, maybe that is the only movie version of it. I watched the one that has Dick Van Dyke in it. Did they make a movie version with Dick Van Dyke? Of uh, Bye Bye Birdie, yeah. Okay, because I know he was like on Broadway with it, and like he's on like the cast recording, yeah. which I own on CD. Um, but yeah, Dick Van Dyke and um is so fantastic in it. I used to know the names of the other characters or characters of the other actors that like were in this really like really iconic production. I think Cheetah Rivera is um the female lead in that. It plays um Rose. Um, uh, the, so the what I am pulling up here is Jan- Janet Lee as Rosie De, Le- De Leon. Oops, Ma- is I'm trying to make sure. At least the Broadway the soundtrack version has Cheetah Rivera. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well I think I think, I think I'm looking at the movie. No, Are I know that's okay. I, I wasn't sure like what the overlap was. Sure. Okay. Um, but at least there's Dick Van Dyke, who is great and old and can't do a Cockney accent. I like him um, a lot. I'm pretty sure he's direct inspiration for Mike Julik. Um <laughs> You can cut that out. Very cool. Um, I think it's a very fun show. It's one of the kind of one of the shows you were talking about earlier, where it's like very musical e. Yeah. Um, but it's still like no, you're not my dad, God, or my boss. You're right. Haha. <laughs> um. I think it's one of those musical e shows. It's very musical, in it's like it owns that, and that could be very off-putting, because there are parts where you're just kind of like, "Is this really what? Is this really what? The, this is so stupid. This is this is tacky. What the? Why is she dancing on the table? Why are they all wearing little Shriner hats? Oh, because they're Shriners. Okay. Um, <laughs> I but I think it really um, transcends that, sure. at least for me personally. I'm pretty sure critically it's not nearly as good as I might think it is. And mm-hmm. that's the case with just art in general. Sometimes you're like, I just like it. I don't care yeah. if it's not great. Um, I, yeah, it's some of that might be familiarity. Yeah. Fiddler. I've, I think been able, been able to intellectualize enough where I can like separate. Okay. I don't love it just cause I did it. Sure. Um, by everybody. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just cause I know the show really well. <laughs> and I had listened to it and like did it and it's super, super fun. And yeah. Um, the characters are very classical in the, like their archetypes. Yeah. Um, even if one of them is just Elvis. Um, <laughs> shout out Conrad Birdie. Um, it, it's it's a nice uh, portrait of the era and kind of like sure. the culture and like the war and the teeny boppers and rock and roll is evil. <laughs> sure and then there's is. a whole song about how excited this dad is about Ed Sullivan. <laughs> What's up with that? Then there's a show about if you want to make out with a tree, you really better own it. Um, it's called Honestly Sincere. It's like if you love that tree and you love that tree, then you got to be honestly sincere. It's like, what? Okay. How How is that going to make – how are you framing this? Why are you framing it in the context of trees? Conrad slash people that theoretically wrote this song for Conrad within the world of the show. It's It's a mess. It's a mess. None of it makes sense and most of it's bad, but I love it. Um, <laughs> like there's l- the telephone hour song, is kind of yeah. the most obnoxious thing ever, but it's it's I, I'm I I find myself like smiling like a freaking idiot and just like bopping my head like ha ha I'm in danger, um <laughs> and it's just so stupid and grating in a lot of ways yeah um and so tacky, it's a very tacky show. Cool. I'm pretty sure the moral of all of this is that I'm I'm talking about all the things I hate about it. But also that I love those things, even though I hate them. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my That's gosh. funny. Um, the only moments, I guess I would even say only really moment that I genuinely like, mm-hmm. like not ironically or not like despite the fact that it's kind of objectively bad, yeah. is um the song Talk to Me. And mm-hmm. it's when it's like the, I guess you would call it like the Dark Knight of the Soul if we're doing like a classical sure, plot yeah. structure thing. It's where the main character, um, Albert, has lost Rose, his longtime girlfriend and woman he loves. And for I, I don't exactly remember the reason. I think it's because like he kind of goofed and I, he he presumably goofed because that's what always happens in musicals. Yeah, but um. He the setting is I I don't know if he's actually on the phone with her or whatever but he's in a bar and he's at least thinking about calling or he is calling her and it's just this beautiful ballad yeah um and it's just really like legato and smooth and then I I think within the character with the world of the show um the bartender and then the other patrons of the bar are like a barbershop quartet like backing him up and doing nice. all these really really cool harmonies yeah and there's a part where Dick Van Dyke or like Albert just stops singing and it's just the quartet. Yeah. Like repeating and rephrasing and just kind of recombobulating the earlier like melodies and lyrics. And it's, I don't know. I, it just makes me swoon a little bit. Yeah. It's really, it's really pretty. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. the rest shows bad, but I love it. (laughs) Freaking Ed Sullivan, man. That is okay. I, yeah, I think it's okay to recognize that, that, like you, the things don't have to always be the best that they can be for you to like them. Like it's yeah. okay for you. And that's to important like to realize. Yeah, in, in all contexts, it's like yeah. Hey, Coldplay's not good, but you <laughs> sure can enjoy them, and I sure do enjoy them a lot of the time. Who's sh- are you shunning me? No, I mean, oh, it sounded like he was. I was being shunned for acknowledging that Coldplay's kind of bad. Hooray! That's a different episode. Yay! So yeah, go like ch- things ch- that you like. Check out the soundtracks to the well. I guess not really soundtracks, like the original Broadway recordings. cast recordings is um, the, or new Broadway cast. Yeah, There's several for Fiddler and Bur- Birdie. You got to do the originals. Freaking mm-hmm. Topol man. Yeah, um, or it, maybe Zero Mostel. They both did it. Anyways, they're both great. Okay, I don't know which one is on the recording, but either of them are good. Nice. Um, yay. Also Hamilton. And also Hamilton and yeah. into the woods. If you oh, haven't so heard Hamilton. What kind of white person are you? Um, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Into the Woods is really, really good. Cool. I think don't watch the movie because James Corden is bad. Oh no! I don't. He's, I I'm sure he's that. fine in the movie, but I just hate James Corden. Okay. On that on that note, uh, <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Um, hopefully, it was a bit more concise than the last two-parter. Um, this should have been a one-parter. Um, cause I hate the listeners. I want them to suffer through 45 minutes of Curious George. Um, this has been the Monday Music Minute episode like 13 or something. Um, I'm Wes Mullenberg. And I'm Caleb Davis. I hate James Corden. Get out of my house. <laughs>